Vice President of Athletics Michael Kelly joins us. It's been a week since I asked you. <laughs> What's the latest on the head coaching search? What can you tell us? Well, just an ongoing process. As we said, we've always been shooting to have someone in place no later than December 4th, knowing that December 5th is the date that uh, uh, you know the transfer portal opens up and obviously a lot of things going along with that. So it could be any time uh, this week, any time from basically tomorrow through uh, next Sunday that uh, we will make the best decision possible and uh, exp- extremely continue to be extremely encouraged by the amount of interest in this, met a lot of great people along the way, and We'll keep uh, narrowing down on the best choice for uh, USF football. I mean, if you had somebody, you'd tell me, right? It's you'd be the first just one, just us, right there. on the radio <laughs> show, right on the pregame show, no question. That's a promise, all right. <laughs> Let's talk war on I-4. You know, with conference realignment, some of these rivalries are affected and going away. Kind of hate to see that. Uh, is this something you would like to try to find a way, if possible, to continue in future years? Yeah, we absolutely would, and, and Terry Mahajer at the AD at UCF and our staffs have had some conversations. Really, the, the, the challenge right now is just with them going into the Big 12, they've got, uh, they're have got they not 100% sure of what their obligations are going to be, whether they have nine games, ten games, what have you, and how it might fit into their possibilities. And obviously, we've got a non-conference schedule that's pretty full for a couple of years. But I think there's mutual interest. Uh, I think it would still be a great thing to continue on in the years ahead, and, and I'm optimistic and hopeful that we'll be able to get that done, but we'll continue to discuss as they learn more about their future. We know that we're going to be locked in at least the next four years uh, with the eight games in the American, so we've got some flexibility, but, again, we've scheduled some things. It's really going to depend on them. It's really been it's such an unusual series. Bulls had their success early. Knights have had their success in the last couple of years, but so many of the games have been competitive. They've been real crowd pleasers. Yeah, there have been some, obviously, when you go back to even when uh, – Kind of, uh, you know, the year before I got here in the epic game that was over in Orlando. Just think about that. If that if that play doesn't happen, the Knights don't go to the Peach Bowl. We probably go to the Peach Bowl. <laughs> uh, all these things that kind of spiraled at that point in time uh, really is just one moment in time. So then you look at some games recently. Obviously, last year came down to the final drive. We had a chance to punch it in. The year before was a one-score game going in, in the fourth quarter here. So, uh, again, we've, we've been playing them well. It's just uh, This is our time to try to punch it on through and get on the right side of this since we know it's going on hiatus for a couple years. Let's go around the department quickly. Tip of the hat to men's basketball. Two consecutive wins. They have a very good UMass team coming in on Tuesday, but some things starting to come together there. Yeah, obviously our three-point shooting has really started to go well the last couple of games. Uh, free throw shooting has improved in the last two, and it's really no surprise that when those things happen, particularly free throw shooting, you, you win games. We won two games by double digits, whereas we lost the, the four of the games we lost by, I think, a total of six or seven points. So uh, little things make a difference. We're doing those little things. So hopefully get some guys that have been out for a couple games that back in the lineup with Chaplin and Keyshawn Bryan and, and DJ uh, can, get, can all get back into the lineup, help us, uh, help us with our depth. But uh, it's been good to get two wins. I hope the crowds will come out on uh, for the game against UMass. It's a really big opportunity for us on Tuesday night. And then, obviously, our women's team, huge win last night against Georgia Tech, huge opportunity tonight against Michigan. And then we'll see who we get a chance to play tomorrow. But really pleased with their 7-0 start to get off to get off to a great start here at the beginning of the season. That game down in Fort Myers, 7-30, Bulls in Michigan. That's always a challenging non-conference schedule that Jose Fernandez puts together. Already Alabama and TCU behind them. Now a top 25 in Michigan and a lot more really tough teams on that schedule. Yeah, to know you've got you had Georgia Tech last night, Michigan tonight, possibly Baylor tomorrow. You've got uh, 
We got Ohio State later in the month in, in December. We got at Texas. We're going to NC State in a couple weeks also. So a lot of challenging opportunities, which are only going to not only help raise our overall net rating or RPI, but it obviously gets us conditioned and ready because our goal is not only just make the NCAA tournament, but to uh, advance to our first Sweet 16. And I know that's Coach's uh, mission and, and focus, and that's kind of, this is one step in preparing ourselves for that with this type of competition. Back to football for a second. I think if there's one legacy this group of seniors may give us to look back on in years in the future is how they never gave up. These guys have battled. They haven't really found the rewards on the field, but the 16 guys who have their signatures on the helmet tonight, I think as time goes on, are going to be remembered really fondly. They absolutely will. There's so many of this class that have just given them their all and, and uh, would love nothing more than to see them taste some great success tonight. And I know that's what they're gunning for. And I know their teammates are gunning for to be able to uh, put these guys out a winner. But you're right, their legacy, what they've uh, endured, what they've provided by example, they've all graduated. Some have graduated with their master's degree. Uh, that's kind of what it's all about. And, uh, and then obviously for them to kind of set the standard for what I think is going to be a very prosperous uh, USF football with with the new facilities and obviously the kind of culture they've helped establish these last couple years. You have gone slime before. This is full slime here, helmets included. It's quite a look and it's gotten a lot of attention this week. It's hard to miss them. It looks good uh, and I think the numbers are the, the way you like them, Jim. They're not they're not uh, gradiated or anything. I like can that. read them. To, you should be able to see them just fine. But <laughs> I appreciate hey, we, that. When they were designed the last summer is something the uh, leadership council of our football team really, really liked and uh, kind of put it to their vote as to what they want to wear tonight and this is what they pick. So let's uh, let's put them to good use and put them on a put a good show on ESPN2 tonight and the national television audience. Should be fun. Michael, thanks for finding time for us on all of these pregame interviews, and uh, we'll look forward to the next few days and what the future will bring. Uh, my pleasure. Thanks so much for your support, and go Bulls. Vice President of Athletics, Michael Kelly. Stay with us. More to come. It's the Bulls and UCF coming up on the USF Football Radio Network. Ooh.